As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. I bought the New York Post today. I, I bought, meaning I read the Post every day, but I bought a, a print edition of the Post. Let me do my rush thing so that you know I'm telling the truth. There. Do you believe me now? I touched the Times, but today I wanted to touch the Post as well. I was, I was taken in by the front cover of it, Reeker Madness. Reeker Madness. The headline, the subheadline says... That's pretty good. Not exactly a headless man in topless bar, but pretty good for the post. Saks Fifth Avenue, the U.S. Open, Nobu, from high society to subways, smell of weed is everywhere. And they didn't even they didn't even use as a hook for the story the fact that DHS, the Biden administration, but but DHS, 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 Department of Health. What am I trying to think of? DHS. Yeah, I got it right. HHS. No, no, no. No, HSS. HSS. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. HSS. HSS. HHS. Sale. S A L E. No, come on. I'm out of my rhythm now. It's just about to health and human department of health and human services. Right. They've gone to the DEA and recommended this. This is like a word salad. HHS has gone to D. DEA saying change cannabis from schedule one to schedule three, take it out of a category of LSD and heroin and putting it into something less restrictive. Uh, 23 states already have legal marijuana for all purposes, 38 for medicinal purposes only. But my point is the New York Post story is not about any of that. There's an enormous news hook, and they missed it because instead, and I'm not being critical, like I get it, having spent a lot of time in in Midtown, the smell of weed is everywhere in New York City. And the Post story is solely about the pungent smell, odor, whatever you'd like to categorize it as. My poll question today at Smirconish.com asks the more cerebral question of whether HHS should be going to DEA and asking for a reduction from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3. Mine is a, a yes vote for reasons that I've, I've said previously. But on the smell issue for just a moment, I'm the exception. I am the exception. I've said this before. I like it. Not on a constant basis, but if I, if I catch a whiff walking down the street or walking into a room or being next to someone whose clothing smells like weed, I like the smell, and I know why I like the smell. I know that I like the smell because it, it triggers my olfactory system. 
in the same way that the smell of cut grass in August tells me it's football season and brings back a flood of memories. It's also why I've never been an edible fan, because to me, it, it kind of defeats the experience and the purpose if the subject is weed. And same with vape pens. The objective for me is not one of getting high. It's it's the whole communal aspect of it and the smell that that, yeah, I still enjoy. And by the way, there's science behind the whole olfactory issue. I found an interesting piece from the the Harvard Gazette from 2020. Doesn't that sound authoritative? What the nose knows was the title of it that caught my eye. And they quoted uh, Venkatesh Murthy. The uh, Raymond Leo Erickson Life Science Professor and Chair of Molecular and Cellular Biology. Now that really sounds authoritative. What's the bottom line? Smells are handled by the olfactory bulb, the structure in the front of the brain that sends information to the other areas of the body's central command for further processing. Odors take a direct route to the limbic system including uh, different parts of the brain, the regions related to emotion and memory. Uh, Dr. Murthy says, my olfactory signals very quickly get to the limbic system. There was also a quote in there from a woman named Dawn Goldworm, who says, when you are walking down the street, consciously indicate what you are smelling. The more you use your nose, the stronger that it gets. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. For me... It's a reaction and recollection, well, of a lot of different fun times, but it's a concert smell. It is a concert smell. I recently looked at uh, a stack of, a big stack of old ticket stubs of mine that I've saved over the years. And if I should 
catch the scent of marijuana. And I know that a lot of you just don't like it and, and regard it as an odor and so forth. But for me, if I smell that scent, I am immediately transported in time. And I'm with 100,000 of my closest friends watching Leonard Skinner. You know, I am watching the late, great Ronnie Van Zant sing Freebird, which I had the opportunity to do many years ago. I am in Grace Hall at Lehigh University when I'm still in high school, but my brother is in college, and Billy Joel, having just released Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, for whatever reason, is doing a gig on this college campus for an audience that could not have been more than 2,000 people. I'm, I'm at the Nassau, when I smell that smell, I'm at the Nassau County Coliseum, and I am watching Pink Floyd. And I don't mean minus Roger Waters or minus David. I mean, I'm watching Pink Floyd post-release of The Wall doing one of the limited shows that they did. They only did the, uh, the L.A. Coliseum and uh, Nassau County Coliseum, only Los Angeles and only New York in the United States, and I was there. When I smell that smell, I'm... I'm with 20,000 of my closest friends back at the Spectrum in South Philadelphia or the the later incarnations when they tore down the Spectrum and built a new building and like every bank in town has had its name on it at one point or another. I'm I'm at the original Spectrum and it's the eighth grade and I'm smelling that smell for one of the first times in my life and I am watching Seals and Crofts or I'm watching Bruce which I did multiple times then through the current time, or I'm watching Fleetwood Mac, or I'm watching Yes in the Round, or I'm watching The Who, or I'm watching Van Halen, or U2, or Page and Plant. How about this one? I'm watching, this is as close as I come to Led Zeppelin. When Led Zeppelin reconstituted for the Armit Erdogan uh, I guess it was a tribute and fundraiser. I had the opportunity to go. But if you remember, Jimmy Page said that he had, a, I think, a broken finger. I, I, My expectation, my belief at the time was they wanted more rehearsal time, and that was an excuse. Who knows? Anyway, because they changed the date, I didn't get to go. The closest I ever came was seeing Page and Plant together once they released Walking into Clarksdale. And if I smell weed, I'm watching that show. Or I'm I'm there the night that I saw ACDC uh, complete, if you've seen ACDC live, with their uh, their video camera on members of the audience. Not too many male members of the audience, mind you. Or I'm, I'm watching Genesis, including, you know, the farewell for real, the Phil Collins farewell Genesis tour. Or I'm in Veterans Stadium. And I'm at an Eagles game with my, my dad and my brother, and behind where our seats were located, there was a group of guys that always used to gather at halftime or just before and smoke weed at the 700 level, which is near where our seats were. Or, or I'm in the theater of the living arts, and I'm watching Joe Jackson. Or I'm being introduced to Steve Wilson and Porcupine Tree. Or I'm at the Man Music Center with a high school girlfriend watching Christopher Cross sing Sailing. Or later, I'm seeing the Avet Brothers and our friend Bob Crawford. Maybe I'm in the Electric Factory watching Lenny Kravitz 
or I'm in the Atlantic City Convention Hall when the Rolling Stones have just released Steel Wheels, or maybe I, I don't even maybe, I don't even want to interrupt, but I feel like I'm listening to some kind of like stage presentation. Like this is such how, an incredible litany of memories that come of, from one scent. How I'm much amazed. of this am I? How many of these memories am I making up? None. Not none. one. None. You've been to a lot none. of concerts. Wait, wow. I'm no. not finished. Oh. I'm not finished. We need to take a break. I, I'm, kidding. Where, I'm kidding. What? I'm where kidding. was I? Oh, I was in Atlantic City. Right. Yeah, I'm, you are. I'm, 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 I'm at the Rolling Stones for Steel Wheels. I, I'm there the night that Donald Trump just thought of this. I'm there the night Trump had the adjoining casino. What, what, what was that? What, which one of his casinos was that at the time? It's, it's the one they just tore down. Anyway, I'm there the night that he brings in Neil Diamond to open or reopen the, the great Atlantic City Convention Hall, and there's a smell of weed in the air. Or in that same town, I'm at the Borgata, and I'm watching Hall and & Oates. And, and how many times have I smelled that smell in Camden, New Jersey, watching Toby Keith, watching Ted Nugent, watching ZZ Top, watching um, uh, Kenny Chesney, uh, watching Aerosmith, watching Aerosmith. I think they're back there on Saturday night. I saw Aerosmith there. I saw Run DMC. I saw Kid Rock. That smell was in the air all those times. Or I'm at the Keswick Theater where I've done my own events but have gone to see shows that include, you know, John Anderson with the Paul Green uh, uh, group or Roger Hodgson or Kansas or I'm at the Academy of Music, which was kind of a funky place to smell weed because it was then the home of the Philadelphia Orchestra. And it's it's such a an ornate and formal place. And Ricky Lee Jones has just released Pirates. And she walks out on stage that night. I've told you this before. And she's hammered. And I'm there with my buddy, Chris Strand, and we have great seats. I don't know how we got them. And she looks around and she said, I feel like I'm singing in the middle of a fucking wedding cake. Like, it's hysterical. I, I also saw Ian Anderson and Jethro Tull there. Maybe I'm at the Earl's Court in London watching Supertramp after they've released Breakfast in America. Or I'm in the Tower Theater. Yeah, in the Tower Theater with 2,500 of my closest friends, and I'm watching David Bowie. Or I'm watching Jackson Brown. Or I'm watching the Foo Fighters. Or perhaps I'm there because I'm seeing Yusuf, Cat Stevens, something I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do in this life. Or I'm there for Sting. Or maybe I'm there the night that Steely Dan has played Asia, note for note. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's the night that I was there to see Katie Lang and did not know that Katie Lang is a lesbian, not that there's anything wrong with it, but but my dial into this was just looking at the women who were seated around me and thinking, something's something's going on here. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, what an <laughs> idiot you are. Yeah. yeah. Love Katie Lang. Love Katie. Uh... Came, came out, that was uh, Ingenue, and she came out in bare feet, like Ronnie Van Zant, and, and did the whole album. Phenomenal. Where else am I? I'm in Madison Square Garden and Bob Seger is playing 
and I want to hear him do Turn the Page, and he does. Or I'm there to see Chris Martin and Coldplay. And if I'm in New York, maybe I'm going to go further up on the west side and I'm going to see the Wilson sisters for Heart perform and do Dreamboat Annie. Maybe it's that time that I'm in Vegas at the Hard Rock and Van Morrison is there uh, and it stoned me. He plays and I'm thinking, wow, that's perfect. Maybe I'm at the I'll keep going west. Maybe I'm at the Whiskey A Go Go on Sunset in Hollywood and I'm watching cover bands and I'm not seeing any performer that I know, but I'm dreaming of the doors used to perform on that stage. Or I'm in Miami and I'm seeing, you know, Pink Floyd at the Orange Bowl launch the what would that have been division bell tour without Roger Waters. But I come back to Miami because I'm interviewing him for CNN to do an interview with just Roger Waters when he's in wherever the Miami Heat play. There are other places I could be. Okay, I'll cut it short. I get the message. But do you get the message as to why when people say to me, oh, my God, I hate that smell. They're smoking pot everywhere. And I'm the guy saying, yeah, you know, in moderation, not so bad. I could be at that high school in South Jersey where I watched Alan Parsons and then went backstage, met Todd Rundgren and John Entwistle from The Who. Or maybe I'm at Soldiers Field in Chicago and my my introduction, my indoctrination to the Grateful Dead is to watch the last show they'll ever play in the Fairly Well Tour. Maybe I'm at Laguna Beach watching Eddie Vedder with Sean Penn, no less. I'm everywhere watching Peter Frampton because I've seen him for half my life in every venue more more than anybody else, more than anybody else. Peter Frampton and John Anderson with or without. Yes, I have had every one of these experiences and many more that I guess I shouldn't take the time to share. But I tell you all this, not because of the post story about the pungent smell and odor, but because. Yes, the Biden administration is moving to reschedule cannabis from a Schedule 1 to a Schedule 3, taking it out of the category of LSD and heroin and putting it in a less restrictive area, which, by the way, will probably be good for business because at its core, I think this has to do with banking. If you buy weed today, you got it's cash and carry. You might not know this. And it's because the credit card companies just can't do business. So anyway. Next time somebody tells you that they hate that smell, perhaps you'll uh, you'll just think of you'll think of me. Am I alone in this regard? Sure. I feel pretty sure that you're the only radio or TV host that's going to use today's news to go down an incredible walk down memory lane of what brings up when you get that that smell. That is amazing. Well, I have more. Yeah. Don't don't tempt me. Oh, good. Don't tempt me. I'm only I'm only partly through my list. And yeah, also. This, ahead, speaks to our, this speaks to our uh, our bumper music playlist, and I wonder if every time we come back in from a commercial break, you're thinking of marijuana because it's a concert that you've been to and a good memory. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing for me like the olfactory system. It just triggers so many memories. I, I hope I hope my my schnoz does not wear with with age. I hope it's always as strong as it is. But I love it. I love it. I love the smell. There you go. I can tell. Just not constant. Just not constant. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. A question you never thought you'd have to answer or hear answered on POTUS. Do you like the smell of weed? Joe, you're in Marion, Ohio. What's your answer? Hey, man, I love it, too. It takes me back to college. I was in a fraternity full of guys who weren't super heavy into, like, the binge drinking. Right. Uh, We were all musicians. Um, But, you know, so many nights just sitting on the porch, and it was relaxing, and it was safe. And we had a great time in. So life, I'm, life I'm here was for good. It. L- life was good. Nobody was storming the Capitol. The president wasn't too old. We weren't in debt. It was all yeah. just <laughs> it's all just green, green grass yep. and high times forever. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. This is Sharon. You like the smell, Sharon, or not? Love it. You do. Uh huh. Okay, are you high right now? Are you high? Are you high right now, or is there more you wish to say? The only thing I wanted to say is that you have had an exceptional life. That's true. Thank you for saying that. It's true. I mean, those shows are pretty amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But there, I'm guessing there aren't very many people who have experienced them the way you have. So, thank you for sharing it. Thank you, Sharon. That's a nice compliment. I appreciate you saying so. Peter, you're in Portland, Maine. What did you want to say? I just wanted to say that I sort of can't agree with you more, but I can think I can give you a bit of an explanation why. Remember, Tell me. I'm the one that called in who lost his security clearance for smoking weed his entire life. His life came crashing down. But what the smell does is it reminds you of all of those events. For you, those are all events that, that take you into the moment. Right. You're in the moment when you're when you're high and you're listening to a rock and roll concert. There is nothing else in the world but you and your twelve hundred friends. Right. Singing at the top of your lungs. The rest of the world's problems just went away. All right. Putting that aside, I'm a reformed Jew. And actually, my best friend is my rabbi. But that's another long story. And 
and he poses an interesting question at times. How can you believe in God if God is all-knowing, all-merciful, and all-powerful, and yet all of this shit happens in the world? And if you, if you, if you sort of weed it down, if you, if you sort of break it down, the only real good explanation for that is God only exists in the moment. He has no control of the future, none of the past. He's okay, there in I the guess, moment. I guess. Here's the thing. Powerful. Here's the thing. If if you are if you are a talk radio host and you have the temerity to launch into a conversation as to whether people like the smell of weed, I guess it's predictable that this kind of a detour is going to come up. But Peter, I can't do it today. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. But I wish I wish well, you and your rabbi another time. But the exact on a thing different is day. Okay. The short. I hear you. you know? I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with your. I'm going to go with your first answer. I love the first part. The the second, I'll just put in the category of the the mysteries of the mysteries of faith. Uh, this is uh, Mike in Saint Augustine. Quickly, Mike, what did you want to say? Uh, Michael. I like the smell of liberty. This is the same issue as prostitution, gay marriage, um, uh, flag burning, anything that the government wants to regulate that they should have never done to start with. We should have never been illegal. The smell of liberty. Wow, I've never thought of it like that. The smell of liberty. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, yes, TC, if we, if we sell, if we sell enough t-shirts today, yes, I, we just, just came up with the that. next, the next t-shirt. Okay. With it's, a purple, got... with weed, but in purple <laughs> and they say the smell of liberty, the smell of liberty. <laughs> oh my God. That's hysterical. All right. More phone calls and, and actually some expertise on this subject in just a moment. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. So the, the callers are loving the conversation, but Dan tells me that the uh, live chat, not so much. Not so much at Smirconish.com. Uh, Martha really had to pull off the interstate to turn you off. I share the same memories, but 20 minutes, get over yourself. Yes, Steve says, oh my, OMG, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, over the wow. top, just a bit too much. Yes, Deborah, OMG, stop, I'm changing channels. Steve, this is the I'm first changing time channels too. I've ever turned you off. Yes, okay, we get it, Michael. All right, already, please make it stop. Let so, me go yeah, to just... the callers, all right? <laughs> yeah, we and like ask, them better. <laughs> yeah, M- Mitchell, Mitchell, why haven't you turned me off yet? Did you miss the monologue? I love the monologue. I love the whole topic. Uh, I'm at the age where, you know, I used to do acid and now I do antacid. So it's changed for me. But a quick, a very, very quick anecdote with the Grateful Dead. This is the Jerry Garcia Grateful Dead. I'm at Madison Square Garden and they had recently done a renovation of the garden, a multi-million dollar renovation. And the security and the police were determined no one's going to smoke there and they're going to arrest everybody who's lighting up, particularly weed. And they were doing that prior to the show because everybody in New York always had the experience of uh, they could do whatever they want. And I remember as soon as the lights went down, 20,000 people lit up at the same time. I have never, I have never smelled a smell that strong and powerful in my life. I was probably one of the people uh, involved. I'm sure I was. So uh, That's funny. But uh, we hear a lot of the same musical tastes. Uh, 
over the years. So I, Mitch, I definitely relate to it. It's definitely, Mitchell, thank, uh, thank uh, you for that. That's funny. That's a funny story. Thank you for that. Uh, this is Kelly in Los Angeles. Kelly, didn't you get the memo? Apparently, you're also supposed to turn me off right now. Michael, I'm sorry. I couldn't and I wouldn't. I agree with your love of the smell. I love your taste in concert. I love your show. I love your newsletter. Oh, my God. I did want to share with you, though, my folks here in Los Angeles, they actually pay credit cards and have for the last year. Really? Really? Which is really interesting. Yeah. They're into uh, – I don't do that because I don't want, you know, uh, credit card companies – knowing that uh, I'm purchasing, right. but it is available to do that way. And I would also add that I also love the smell of steer manure. So go figure. That oh, wait a minute. Steer manure. Smell. Steer manure. Yeah, you know, when you put it on your yard yeah, every, yeah. every yeah. winter. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's just this pungent. Okay earthy all right smell and to me maybe that's the I, same as marijuana and maybe i yeah thank you kelly i appreciate it maybe, maybe there's another segment to be had on on just other smells david you're on long island what did you most want to say oh smell of liberty wow you're gonna have to give him a copyright on that it's awesome isn't it the that's smell of awesome. liberty the it, it smell really of is. liberty yeah <laughs> Let me tell you, I like the smell. I like the smell more than I like the high. I've been growing weed since I was fourteen, so that's fifty-two years. Nice. And uh, the, the smell is just, and of course, it's gotten better and better over the years. You know, it's uh, got my favorite strains, and, but the smell is better than the high. It really is. Yeah, I can really see your. I can well, see you're saying it. It's one of those T-shirts. Okay, well, let me let me clear the shelves of what we've got today, and then then we'll move on to the smell of liberty. Uh, Riley Ray Griffin is a Bloomberg Health reporter covering the more serious side of this story. Riley, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Tell it to me in a nutshell. What what is behind the move to go from Schedule One to Schedule Three? Because it's really not so much about legalization, decriminalization. It's about business, right? It is about business. So I'll take you back to last October when President Joe Biden rolled out new initiatives focused on easing penalties associated with marijuana use. Um, He pardoned all prior federal offenses of simple possession and urged governors to do the same with state offenses. But at that time, he also asked the Department of Health and Human Services Secretary and the U.S. Attorney General to review how marijuana is scheduled based on its medical use, potential for abuse, safety, and potential for dependence. So this really launched a 11-month process at the Department of Health and Human Services. And earlier this week, I obtained a document sent, sent from one of the top U.S. health officials to the DEA recommending this change. That's what set this in motion. Got it. And how would it change banking or commercial cannabis transactions if, in fact, the DEA goes along with HHS? So exactly right now, DEA has to start its own review and come to the same conclusion. And if that happens, as you said, this doesn't outright legalize or decriminalize marijuana. But what it does is is multifold. You you may see cannabis businesses pay much less in federal taxes. 
It might become easier for them to access new lending services, um, certainly easier for academics to research the health effects of marijuana, and easier for pharmaceutical companies to bring new drugs to market. What this comes down to on the business side is the federal tax code, which prohibits cannabis companies from writing off a number of their business expenses because they are working with a Schedule One drug, which currently is equated with the likes of, of heroin, LSD, ecstasy. Um, and that part of the IRS tax code, a section called 280E, um, those who work in the business are quite familiar with it, doesn't apply to Schedule Three. So ultimately, that's the biggie here. Um, what this means for lending services is still a bit up in the air. You, you look around and a lot of legal experts are trying to unpack this right now simultaneously as Congress is thinking through the, the SAFE um, Banking Act. But so a lot still up in the air. This is what we know now. Riley, do you think it'll make it easier for people to use credit cards who are buying lead weed legally? That, that is one of the things that has come up. Um, again, a lot needs to happen between now and then. We need to see DEA make the same recommendation um, but that is one of the, the potential benefits to industry. And, and you're seeing industry react that way. Uh, stocks have, have soared in the last two days for this beleaguered um, sector that has really struggled given it's been beholden to the Schedule 1 um, tax uh, consequences. Well, congratulations on your scoop. I really appreciate your willingness to come here and, and share a little more information. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much right. for your time. Riley Ray Griffin is a Bloomberg Health reporter, and as she said, she, she's the one who scooped that subject. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.